You know what this is. A commercial? Right, and you know what that means. <gasps> Time for a snack? Wrong. I want you to do some heart-healthy exercise. Yes, you! Try some seated leg extensions right now. Just lift each leg up and extend it straight, one at a time, six to eight times. I can do that. Yes, you can. Remember, every commercial is a chance to sneak in heart-healthy activity. Visit findexerciseanywhere.com and speak with your doctor to learn more about the risks of heart failure. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. Welcome to the Talking Single Podcast, a podcast featuring four strong, single and successful women raised in Lagos, now living in London. Each week, we share our stories and experiences about being women, navigating life, love and everything in between. We address stereotypes, misconceptions and even bust some myths about singlehood. Oh, and we do all that with a good dose of humor and a whole lot of style. I'm Rebe, the cautious romantic. And I'll be this week's host. Joining me are the other talking single ladies. Rashida, she's single, ready to mingle, her heart is newly reopened for love. Keisha, the consciously uncoupled, unromantic, wondering what the fuss is all about. And Crystal, the recovering love addict, now happily single. Our podcast is called Talking Single simply because it's what we do and who we are. Enjoy. Hey everyone, I'm Rebe, hosting today's episode of the Talking Single podcast. With me as usual are my girls, Keisha, Rashida, and Crystal. How are you ladies doing? Good, good, thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Nice one. So today we will be talking about relationships, situationships, and the oh so many other entanglements, booty calls, friends with benefits, smash sessions, oh the list goes on that we get involved in. Um, but once upon a time, you know, relationships seem to be much simpler. Maybe not easier, but at least they were clearer. You would meet a guy at a party or a club. He'd toast you with some lines. You know those lines that those guys use? What's he would uh, <laughs> be. He would buy you a drink, take your number. After many late night calls, he would ask you out on a date. And not too long after that, if there was chemistry, he would ask you out. And if you liked him, you would say yes, and voila, you are in a relationship. So would I know I've streamlined it a little bit. Say again, be, Would you be my boyfriend or would you be my girlfriend? Yes or no? And that was exactly. it. Exactly. That was it. It was like that. And streamlined it a little bit, but that was basically the play. You kind of knew where you were. Sounds like paradise to me. Honestly, <laughs> gosh. Mills and boons, you know, those kinds of things. <laughs> Those were the traditional relationships that we thought of were, uh, were taught to fall in love with, as you said, Mills and Boons. You yeah. know, all, the, all the fairy tales, all the princesses, Cinderella, you know, that's everything. Um, I don't think so, because my mom, one of the things my mom goes on and on about is when they had a boyfriend, they knew that this was it this was their husband there was no messing around everyone if if someone saw you with that person they knew that this is the person she's going to marry and that's how it was for her and all of her yeah. friends but that's not what it's like for our generation yeah. exactly i mean i think the number of options sorry i think the number of options there are now has kind of made it, made the lines blurry because before it was just somebody within your local local area you'd see and say like oh hello John hello Femi I like you you like me I will date but now you have online dating apps social media that opens you up to a world of people exactly I mean you you guys are right these days <coughs> things have changed you know our expectations of relationships have evolved. People are getting married much later in life and people are very eager to explore relationships in a less structured way without the pressure to commit. Um, we are prioritizing self-interest, self-knowledge, self-development more and more. And so it feels like there's so many 
levels of involvements these days, and they, they range from the least defined and committed entanglements to the most Thank you, Jada Pinkett. <laughs> <laughs> you <know. laughs> <laughs> to, to the most binding of relationships. I, I mean, when I was researching this, I was like, the different kinds of words that you use to define involvement these days, there are so many. There is such a spectrum. And, and each type of involvement apparently comes with its own set of advantages and, and disadvantages. So, so today we're going to try and talk through the spectrum of involvements, starting with the Holy Grail, the committed relationship. So this is, this is a committed relationship often defined as between two people who have intentions um, that the other person will be a significant part of their lives going forward. They are intimate with each other, so there is emotional closeness, and they're probably sexually active. Is that what they call it these days? Emotional closeness? That's what, that's what Google said to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe sorry is that like intimacy that's intimacy that is well it's actually emotional it is intimacy because you still have the the sexually active um, aspect of the relationship which is passion but as as a friend called out to me just even if there are some committed relationships where sex is not on the table at the at the start so that does exist as well the the key ingredient here though and we could debate this seems to be commitment and exclusivity. Remember, we're talking about a committed relationship because we know there are other types of relationships as well. So, Rashid, I'm going to start with you. What is so. Am I in trouble? <laughs> yes, you are. Maybe. I'm keen to hear your perspective on committed relationships. What is your take? What's so great about them? Okay, so I'll tell you one thing. For me, I think it's something really silly, but it's somebody to plan my birthdays. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> I know that is crazy, but it's always, it's, I've always liked at any point when it was my birthday and I had a boyfriend and he would then plan, buy my cake, invite my friends over or, or help me plan that kind of thing. So that's one great thing about committed relationship but seriously i guess the, as you said earlier on the key is commitment and exclusivity that that security is what most women are looking for in one form or shape so if you know this person has got my back no matter what this person is that person i mean you can't expect to have everything you need in one person that's it that's a an impossible ask but having that person that is just there constantly come rain come sunshine and yeah i think that's the great thing anyway someone to call when you're happy someone to call when you need to bitch about people if you're horny then you have sex <laughs> if not you hold hands <laughs> nice. Yeah, so. nice. that sounds lovely though sorry that sounds lovely. I love what? That. That's the unromantic, unromantic That's, thing that... I know, right? I, I, love, yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah. I've just fainted, by the way. <laughs> okay. Well, since you think that's lovely, Keisha, go on. Tell us, what do you think? Um, I think committed relationships are about loyalty and trust. Um, I think, for me, you can pretty much get away with anything as long as you're trustworthy and loyal. So that means... Um, and I guess it's a big ask, which is probably why I'm a bit um, of an unromantic because I think it's an ideal that is very difficult to reach. So loyalty in terms of um, loyalty to the relationship over family, loyalty to the person's beliefs, even if you don't have the same beliefs, loyalty, always having their back in any situation, um, even sometimes it, irrationally. Um, but also in, you know, in your quiet period, being able to tell them the truth, um, trust, um, in terms of, um, um, not cheating, which is sexual, um, sexual trust, as well as, you, you know, you have to entrust your heart to someone. So you have to be able to believe that no matter how badly each of you behave, that person is still going to be there for you 
because I think a lot of times people feel that okay we've had this blowout fight you know we've we've gone we've both gone crazy and then the relationship is over I really don't believe that I think if you're loyal to a person and you trust them like any good friendship no matter what happens you still need to be there because yeah. you should know their worth the worst side of them and so and before you pick them to be in a committed relationship with the the worst side of them should be something you can handle but, oh, yeah. but having said that you don't sometimes people transcend to different depths or heights of goodness and badness that things people would do things that would surprise you and you'd be like what the hell have i signed up for mm, yeah exactly exactly still there are they doing it to other people or doing it to you and you know and i think that's where the difference is as in if some if you're loyal to someone and you 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 both trust each other you should also trust each other not to hurt each other in such a way that that person cannot take you should know where the person's boundaries are but it's interesting what Rashida you talked about the heights and the depths of the relationship because that starts to show that no matter how lovely it looks there are sides to a relationship that aren't rosy so crystal you know what what do you think and it would be good to hear your thoughts about you know the the the, the downside of relationships as well so <clears throat> i think when you've been in a committed relationship with someone for for a long time you kind of grow and you change because as people, the most constant thing that happens to us is change. And sometimes you can outgrow a committed relationship or you can change and decide, huh, I used to like bread, but now I like cheese in my bread, which, <laughs> which, which, it, which is what leads to people kind of suggesting, oh, do you think, do you think, uh, I think I like, I think I might fancy girls a little bit. Mm. And when you're in a committed relationship, obviously you're supposed to be exclusive, but imagine you've decided you're bi-curious or bisexual, but you're in a committed relationship. If you weren't in a committed relationship, you could just go and ha- you could just go on and explore other relation other types of relationships you want to be in but because you're committed you're almost kind of stuck unless you open it up mm. which then means you're not committed or you decide to go your separate ways mm. so those are a few examples of of disadvantages once you're in a committed relationship you're almost closed off to anything else you are cl- in effect you're closed off to anything yeah. else because you're like you know what this is it this, this is, is yeah the holy grail of men oh yep. yeah i've chosen him but some doesn't that just make you think that sometimes even though you're in a committed relationship with somebody you might meet somebody else that kind of interests you somewhere but because of that commitment you just decide i'm not going to explore this new and exciting man Exactly. Yeah, and that's the disadvantage of being in a committed relationship because if you weren't in a committed relationship, you could go ahead and explore this new and exciting man. So I think the key question is, is the guy you have at home enough to keep you satisfied from the treats that you see outside? You know, that's the question. Sometimes you have to remember that those treats come in shiny wrappers. Those shiny wrappers sometimes are just like foil, like poundland foil. Not even anything <laughs> fancy. Depending on the kind of commitment you have, yeah. some commitments are forever. So you're gonna be you're gonna be with this person forever, and that's what you kind of need to remember when you're in a committed relationship. Can I actually be with this person forever? that is that is true and that and i think that is why relationships themselves have evolved to the point that we're seeing open relationships which is quite interesting um is an open relationship still a relationship that's a question we can discuss later on Mm -hmm. but let's talk about the the other one that seems to be coming up quite a lot these days the situationships Mm. these are seen as less than a relationship but they're more than a casual encounter more than a booty call it refers to a romantic relationship, but it is undefined. It remains undefined. By the way, if you don't know if you're in a situationship, there are a few signs 
that tell you that you might be one according to healthline.com. So let's talk about it. Let's see what we think. So if you haven't defined the relationship, you've not put a label on it. Maybe you are hanging out, you're taking things slow. Maybe you've just met the guy and you're kind of seeing what happens. It may be too soon to talk about where you're headed. But if you've been in this situation for like, I don't know, six months, eight months, nine months, 10 months, you probably are in a situation ship. Yeah. It's really difficult, isn't it? Because, mm. uh, because you don't know when, when is the, as a woman, mm. you don't know when it's the right time to ask the question, are we in a committed relationship? And um, I, I've been listening to this podcast, The Rap, the rap Party. Mm. And one of the things the guys were saying is, I will let you know when we're in a committed relationship. So if I don't say anything, then you need to wait for me to let you know. But wow. if I'm waiting for a year yeah, and you're still you not ask- letting me know, they're like, they're like, don't ask me. <laughs> no, I think that's terrible behavior. Though. Yeah, well, well, but I guys- it because I think it goes both ways. I might not want to be in a committed relationship with you either. If you want more than what you currently have, you need to ask questions because you. But well, they're like, the don't ask. They're like, so that's don't the point. The, the point is, in that situation, you are in a situation ship. Exactly. If, if it's getting to the point where you're thinking, where are we? You know, you've been yeah. together for a few months, six months, eight months, nine months. Don't let anybody tell you different. You are in a situation. Ah, yeah, yeah. You and are. it's up to you to decide whether you want to be in it or not. Or stay, yeah. Exactly. Bearing in mind, the person is already indirectly letting you know that they don't have anything more to give. Exactly. Probably, yeah. So, okay, another sign. There is a lack of consistency. So in a committed relationship, you would meet frequently and over time, the time you spend together would increase. On the other hand, in a situationship, there are no rules. It's very sporadic. It's often last minute. It's often unplanned. You could see the person once a week for several weeks, and then you may not hear from them for three weeks. So that's, that's a potential sign. Again, it's a sign that you could be in a situationship. So what are you supposed to do with yourself for those three weeks? Are you just going to be holding your phone, waiting like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm being in a situationship. I'm being in a situationship with someone else. <laughs> that's the ideal situation, actually. You have multiple situationships, so yeah. they all kind of just, where there's a lag in one, that's where you the other one picks just up. Just put a calendar together. Situationship one, Mondays to Wednesdays. Situationship know? two. Just do a calendar and rotate. Yeah. <laughs> Another side. One thing I was thinking just mm. now, sometimes, as in every time I've thought about situationships, I always have it with a negative connotation, like, oh, it's such a terrible place to be. But mm. if both of you are adults and that's what you want, it might not be a bad thing, actually, because you're getting the, some of the benefits of the relationship without the extra commitment mm-hmm. or, de- or definition. So you're kind of fluid and you can then explore or do whatever you need to do. Actually, yeah, we will pick that up in a second. Let's just run through the signs and then we will pick that up. But you're absolutely right, Rashida. I know, I'm always right. Thank you. Okay, so (laughs) you don't feel emotionally connected. That's another sign. So maybe you know the basics about the other person's life. You know their name, you know their job, um, you know what they ate for dinner. That's about it. You've not really opened up about each other's lives or deeper stuff you don't rely on each other for emotional support you actually might be in a situationship another sign they might be seeing other people um maybe they've hinted they have a busy dating life with euphemisms like i'm not ready to settle down i'm keeping my options open you might not know for sure because you haven't talked about being exclusive and women ladies please don't take it for granted ask the question if that's what you want to know that you are exclusive if you have not asked the question you may just be in a and it's not just one question actually it's multiple Mm. questions are you my boyfriend am i your girlfriend is there somebody that thinks you're her boyfriend (laughs) is there somebody that thinks you're her boyfriend are you somebody else's boyfriend is there somebody else that can claim that label your boyfriend doesn't mean they won't cheat on you, by the way. That boyfriend label with a cake. Boyfriend can mean anything. You yeah, but then yes. you, if they're your boyfriend, they're no longer a situationship. Though. That is true. That is yeah. true. 
That's exactly. Okay. I think they can be your boyfriend and you are still in a situation she pulled. No. That's if the lines are blurred. Okay. That means you're okay. still... Okay. Yeah. Situationship, the lines are, bl- are blurred. Relationship, the lines are clear. doesn't mean that you are in the best relationship, but at least you are in a relationship. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another sign. They haven't introduced you to their friends or family. So if you tend to hang out one-on-one more, if they haven't made an effort to include you in their plans, so for example, they say, oh... I'm going to a friend's wedding, but you've not been invited. And all the plans that they have for you are one-on-one dates or sex. I'm just saying, situationship. Yeah. But yeah. even friends and family can be trusted. You know that, right? Well, at least you're meeting yeah. them, right? They if can't be trusted. True. No, but you're right. You know, they can't be trusted because you don't know how many other situationships have been introduced to them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, if you feel confused, um, for some people, when the relationship is starting, it's quite exciting, but others can be very confused and anxious about situationships. Like you were saying, Crystal, you know, at what point do you evolve from knowing the guy to dating the guy, you know, and the lack of direction can be a source of stress if you have feelings for the other person. And if they're not able to give you a clear answer, when you ask the question, then you might be in a situationship. If you don't talk about what's happening next, so future plans are not discussed or you're not part of the person's long-term plan, you know, if the guy is saying, oh, in eight months I'm moving to Germany and you're not part of that plan, then just know you might be in a situationship. Can you, can you ladies think of any other signs? I think you covered it all, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Crystal, we, we talked about this before. Why do situations come about? Do we think it's because women go for them in the hope that they will become committed relationships? Or are there, you know, as Rashida was saying early on, some great benefits? Um, for me, when I was in my situationship, um, I think for me there was a high this this feeling of uncertainty when you're dating someone and you don't know where it's going, I think I was addicted to that kind of feeling. And it's weird, it's weird to say that, but that uncertainty almost made me, it gave me a feeling and I liked it. And I felt like it was, I don't know how to explain it. It was sad and happy. You know, that up and down, like you're on a roller coaster. Mm. Today is here. Yay. Tomorrow I'm sad. Oh my God. Mm. But one thing, one thing I will say about um, situationships is that, we women, we know when we're in a situationship, but we yep. just don't want to admit it mm. to yep. ourselves. But the other thing is, and this one is for the men, and I was saying this to Jeremiah the other day, is you, it's, it's, it's weird for me when a man tells a woman, I don't, I'm not, I, I don't want to be serious. So you're telling a woman you don't want to be serious, but you're, you've been in a relationship, in a situationship with her for eight years. Eight. That is Yes, that is so unfair because you said you weren't serious in in year one, but you continued this relationship. Yeah. But, but but having having said that, okay, first in year one he said he wasn't um serious. At some point, I mean it's easy for me to say from my high horse, mm. at some point the woman should then take the situation into her own hands and she needs to decide do I want to carry on with this or do I just say screw it, I'm done. Yeah, there are lies you tell yourself as a woman because you're thinking... Yeah. So it, it's not... When you're in a situation, it's not horrible because this person does nice things to you at times. There are times when they lead you on as well. So it's not all... Oh, he, he may introduce you to the one friend or two friends today. He may invite you to a party tomorrow. So you're thinking, oh, maybe things have changed. So basically, I think if you want to, <laughs> if you want to move from a situationship or you don't make it last longer, what you need to do is always continue asking the questions. Are we still in this? Are we still in a situationship? You need to ask the person. Communication is very important. And I think this is why I think sometimes women blame men for things that they're actually at fault for because if you've been if you as a woman have been in a situation ship for eight years i honestly think you wanted to be there because 
you are you are also gaining from that relationship. I don't I consider so let me give you I think situationships are good things because one, you're not alone. You're getting the benefits of being a relationship without any of the aggro. Nobody's making demands on your time. You can tell the person to get lost if you're not interested. So you're having the best of both worlds. You are also eating your cake and having it. So if you've been happy to be in a situationship for eight years, you were happy being there. Yeah, but you can be in a situationship with someone who you maybe you want a commitment. They know that you want a commitment. And I'm not saying this person is evil in any way. They like you. They yeah. do like you, but they don't like you enough to commit to you. And so they will leave you hanging. And because they like you, if they see you with another person, they'll get jealous. They'll be like, oh, I don't like seeing you with other people, even though you're in a situation. Yeah. It's very complicated, but I think it's up to, I, yes, the ownership is on you as a woman to understand that this cannot, this is not sustainable. But yeah. trust me, if you leave a man to make that decision, you'll be in a situation for 20 years and he yeah. will wake up, he will wake up one day and say to you, but I told you in year one. But I feel like that's also very selfish because yes, you told me in year one, but you still continue to date me for yeah, 20 so years. I mean, look at it from his point of view. He's got, he's in a relationship. Why wouldn't he continue happily dating you? If you're not in a, he's not in a relationship. If, why wouldn't you continue? Why wouldn't he be in that situation if the woman still... Home is where you should feel the safest. But the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. It seems to be happy to be there. If, okay. Okay, Rashida, what do, you, what do you think, Rashida? What's your thoughts? So my thoughts about this is, um, so I guess from what um, um, Crystal said was, yes, the man sometimes, yeah, yeah, one says, oh yeah, I don't want to be in a relationship. All things being equal, if he carries on that way by year two, the woman would just pack her bags and go. But you've realized that some men or some people, not even just men, women do it as well, dangle the relationship carrot in front of the person that just gives you that tiny hope and it just keeps you hooked for time and time and time and time and time and time again it will get to a point where the promise of the relationship or that carrot relationship carrot that's been dangled in front of you is not enough and at that point you'll be like you know what get lost i'm done with this but there's some people that are extremely manipulative that know their partners very well and keep dangling this carrot until infinity uh, yeah. that's why some people will then wake up sorry um crystal that's why some people wake up 10 years down the line they've been in the situation and when they stop and think about it they're like but i thought we were moving in that direction but you just never take that last step of saying yep this is my girlfriend or this is the person i want to marry or this is my boyfriend kind of thing Yes, and we have to remember that not everyone is as whole as we are or as whole as we are now. Some people have so many issues that, that, that they always lean towards these kind of people. They attract yeah. these kind of people and uh -huh. these kind of people are attracted to them as well because they know that there's yeah. a weakness. And this is where therapy comes in. Right? Uh, yeah. You, yeah. Need to, you need to understand why you're choosing to be in these kind of situationships. Yeah, yeah. And you know, if it's if it's hurting you, if it's hurting, you, if you're happy with it, then fine. And you know, when when situ sometimes situationships start where both parties are mutually emotionally stable and they're happy to be in a situationship because, as as Keisha said, it serves them well. You know, they have the companionship, they have the sex, they have the no kind of um, responsibilities. But things change, as we all know, in situationships. People evolve and emotions can come in for one person and not the other person. So, Keisha, what, what is the stone-cold, unromantic take on situationships? You were talking about it being a good thing. 
I, I think it's like the best thing since sliced bread because you are getting the sex, you're getting intimacy to a certain point. Then you also don't have anybody making demands on your time. You're free to date other that's people. Not, that's, not, that's not necessarily true though. You it's might actually... You it's what you allow. You are responsible for your emotions and your well-being. If you allow yeah. somebody to make demands on your time, you allowed it. You yeah, No, but even if you're in a situationship it might be everything you might be doing everything apart from getting that label of this is my boyfriend or this is my partner this is my fiance agreed but you you the rule states you are free to date other people so if you oh, choose, not always no, no, not, not always no not you always. are in a relationship you are not in a bull flow you are not in a committed relationship not necessarily one day if you like and say look oh that fine guy over there is not always i just don't call the unromantic take on it right so yeah. <laughs> that's the way she's she's exploring right. it because I, I think honestly i think it's it's such a good thing especially if both of you are in the same space and you don't want anything serious at that point in time if you're both together and you find you're still getting along and maybe you want something more then table it i want something more and the person will tell you they're in the same space if they're not in the same space man either leave the guy alone now go your way yeah but that's the easy thing to say leave the guy alone but guess what sometimes people don't people you just sit there because you'll be like oh but i spent 10 years or three years with this guy maybe he'll change or the guy might just say give me time let's oh, talk about changed. it at christmas you. yeah but if but if you then decide you know what i want a committed relationship i want to get married the guy will be like okay i'm not in the space let's talk about it six months from now okay, you okay so Rashida, Rashida, let's take what you're, you're saying right and let's say for example you have a friend who's come to you and say gosh Rashida I've just what I thought was going into a relationship I've just realized is a situationship let's say it's been going on for I don't know six months eight months um and she's asked the guy and the guy is giving her the let's see how it goes what what advice would you give to that friend she likes the guy so it's not easy for her to walk away she's not a stone cold unromantic what would you what advice would you give her there are two things first thing is you have to remember that a woman will always stay with a man until she's done good and ready. That so it doesn't really matter. That is not true. That no. is not true. That it is. is. Uh, it let's is. Let Rashida land now. She's it still it in is. the air. Let her land. It <laughs> is because a woman will always do what she wants. It doesn't matter what anybody says. Even if all her family and angel Gabriel from heaven comes down and says, Rashida, this guy is bad for you. Until she's good and ready, she will not leave. Even if she leaves... She will doubt herself and wonder, oh, maybe I shouldn't have, or maybe I should have done this. Maybe I should have um, chilled out a bit and stuff. So that's the first thing I always remember. So when my friends come, or if this person comes with asking for my advice, I have to remember that whatever I say, the person doesn't have, will not necessarily listen to me. The second thing is, or the most other important thing is, you just need to ask the person, what do you want? What can you accept? And give yourself a timeline to accept, to make a decision whether you're going to sit in this situation or not. And even if you give yourself two weeks or three weeks, if after the three weeks you haven't made a decision, give yourself another timeline. You have to be of the word, kind and patient with yourself because on coupling from a situationship doesn't necessarily happen overnight it's a process that people have to follow and go through some people can do it in one day some need six months or one year to completely uncouple themselves from this person so Mm. thanks Rashida so ladies any other tips from your side um I don't have a tip but i have a comment um there are some men in these situationships where you're like okay um i don't want to be in this situationship anymore i'm done and they'll be like but i don't want to let you go wow i didn't say i didn't say it was over even though i don't want to commit to you i didn't wow. say it was over this happened to me so this is from experience I'm like, okay, so what are we doing here? Are you saying it's over? No, I'm not saying it's over. But I'm like, 
but it's over. You don't want to commit. Gosh. Guys can be guys are a trip, honestly. Confused.com. I want you and I don't want you. I want you this way, but I don't want you that way. I want a little bit of you, but not a lot of you, etc. etc. So this is where I think, you know, I will I will take some of what you know Keisha was saying earlier on and say, you know, knowing that you can't change a guy, um, and that the relationship may not evolve over time. So it may just stay where it is and being ready to accept that, keeping your life full with other things because you don't want to become overtly dependent on the guy for your emotional fulfillment. I think that's sometimes why it's so difficult to disentangle. Having clear boundaries in place, I always say start as you mean to go on. If you're not taking shit later on, don't start by taking Mm -hmm. it. And then respect yourself always and know when it's time to exit. I think when you're yep. in a situationship, you realize that you are on a ticking time bomb mm-hmm. and you just have to put yourself in that kind of frame of mind. It is not easy. I don't think I could handle the emotional complexity of those yeah. kinds of gray lines personally. So if you're going to go into it, you just really have to be ready to handle, handle it. Any other yeah, thoughts? Totally. Totally. Um, and, oh, sorry. And um, just because a man, um, these men, it's not that they're, it's not that they're bad people or they're mm. evil. Just the way the, they perceive things, or they just can't commit to you, and you just have to understand that it's not about you. It's not about. It's not that they're evil. It's just the way they are. So, mm. yeah, I yeah. Just, that's just what. I'm so the one thing I will I will say is that um, those all these tips and rules actually do come with maturity and exploring your own emotional well-being and sexuality over a period of time your your how you deal with situationships in your teens is going to be different from how you deal with them in your 20s and when you get to 30 or 40 and maybe you want to get married and things like that situationships to you around that age might be less important um the only thing i will say in all cases regardless of your ages the relationship is an extension of your life you will not it's not going to complete you your happiness must come from within you must have your own activities your own friends and you must be able to find your own happiness anybody else coming if and it's the same with friendship anybody else coming into that needs to be able to work with the life you have built for yourself and add to it if you're nobody should be expecting a man to be there be all and end all or to provide all their emotional well-being stability and happiness because that's just doomed to fail that's my personal opinion okay we move on so (laughs) (laughs) so beyond situationships which is already very complex as we've just discussed there's so many layers to it there's another whole range of fluid involvements. I call them fluid involvements um, that run the spectrum. Um, there's so many types of them. I could think of the, the friends with benefits. Um, this new one that I just discovered, Smash Sessions, um, which is, I guess, a variation of the booty call. Um, what other involvements do you guys uh, have? You, do you guys know? Have you come across yourself? Ladies, share, please. I like, I don't know if it's an involvement, but I like a uh, boy toy bit on the side. <laughs> oh dear. What, what like, is a boy toy bit on the side? Please explain. A boy toy is just your toy boy. You just, wow. just play around with him and let him You're go. a female equivalent of that. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. And a, bit, <laughs> a girl toy. <laughs> and a bit on the side is just the one you just have on the side. He's not you're not serious. You just he's just a side piece kind of thing. Side piece. I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> and also I'd like to thank Jada Pinkett for coining the word entanglement. She just helped define so many blurry relationships and stuff. So down for me any relationship that's just kind of sort of on a sideways thing you're just like yeah just in an entanglement and just move on wow yeah thanks jada thank you (laughs) 
Correct. Any other ones we can think of? My mind what about the, right now. the the other one that I, we talked about earlier on was the open relationships. So this mm-hmm. is where I don't know whether I would say you are committed, but you are seeing other. I don't that one. I don't understand how that one works. So maybe somebody can explain it to me. So I listened to a podcast, and one of the guests on the podcast is in a an open relationship. So she's married to somebody, and that's her like primary partner but they're both allowed to see and date and have sex with other people. But what she said, it definitely doesn't work for everyone. However, between her and her husband, they have ground rules, which is your husband is your primary partner and you love him. You signed on the dotted line with him. The other people you can go on dates with them. You can, I think she went on holiday with one of them, her, one of her, <laughs> they had sex regularly. Wow. Sometimes if her husband isn't in town and she needs a date to a party or date somewhere, she just takes one of these extra guys and for her and her husband, it's okay. As long as she, it, they don't rub these other partners in their primary partner's faces, it's fine. And for them, it seems to work because she has the security of a committed relationship with her husband, but she can also explore other casual relationships with men and I think women actually. Open I don't know. Sorry, yeah, sorry. No, uh, the last thing I was going to say was I don't know if I'm, I can personally be a part of that because I don't share and I, I don't know how I'd feel if I know my partner is going on dates and having sex with other women. I don't know. I think that would be too hurtful to me. I think if you're married to me, it's a no-no, but that's for me. I don't see... Hey, but that's, your ver- that's our own traditional version yeah. of marriage. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like open relationships are people <clears throat> wanting to eat their cake and have it. Like, mm. I'm married, but I want to see other people. I mean, it's not for me and each to their own, but I seriously, seriously don't get it. And I feel like you run a big, big, big risk of losing your partner. Mm. when you open your relationship up to other people what if you're not married though what do you how do you think what what, what do you feel the same way about it if marriage if if there's no ring if there's a commitment so i'm not even thinking about marriage and i'm thinking if we're in a committed relationship mm-hmm. and we're opening that relationship up we're running a risk of losing each other and i totally believe that we're trying to eat our cake and have it. You're trying to be in a relationship, but you're also trying to be single because if you're single, you can see anyone you want, right? You don't have to, you don't have to commit to anyone, even if they're rules. I know they say they're rules, but yeah. I, but you might be saving your. But you might. Well, how about you think about it as you're saving your relationship because you're in a committed relationship, but you're allowed to explore any other person that tickles your fancy. What's the point of being in a committed relationship then? What What is a committed relationship then if you're going... I thought a committed relationship was for us to be exclusive, but now we're opening it up to other Yeah, but people. you might be exclusive. I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. You might be exclusive, but we all know that once you're exclusive with someone, doesn't necessarily mean you won't find other people attractive or other people won't find you attractive. So you're giving yourself that leeway to be able to explore all these other temporary attractions i would say don't be i would say don't be exclusive then just be just just have a relationship with this person tell them you know what if i find someone else i'm gonna sleep with them what's the point of being exclusive and committed i mean if if you if you're in a committed relationship and then you have the discussion about seeing other people doesn't that now stop being committed and now become an open relationship yeah it does open relationship yeah yeah but yeah openly committed or committedly open <laughs> maybe <laughs> doesn't make sense that <laughs> when you have it to double barrel it's <laughs> confusion <laughs> but think about it it's just like think so i'm just thinking when i was when i was listening to that podcast i was just thinking about it like you have a home with one person and that's your constant never changing home but sometimes you might decide you know i don't feel like going to east london today i want to go to west london so you stay in west london for one night or you know someone in your mind you always have your east london home 
That is eating your cake and having it. And having it. That is eating. Having different cakes in East London. London. I really feel like one of the tenants. It's not exactly a bad thing. I'm just saying for those that like it. I mean, for those that it works for, I think it works for them. I don't know how. They say it works for them, but they really do run the risk of losing that relationship because, um, I don't know what podcast you listen to, but the one that I sent to you guys, they said they had to separate from each other after opening their relationship up. And they were only, when they were talking about it on that podcast, working their way, I think they worked their way through it. But he said it almost destroyed our relationship. Oh, yes. Okay, so ladies, let's turn this around a little bit. I want to give you a scenario, right? What if your friend came to you and said she was asked to be part of a open relationship. She was the other girl in the scenario or a guy could be, um, what would, you, what advice would you give that person to help them st- stay sane and avoid heartbreak? Let's assume just to make it interesting that they are really thinking about it because they like the person. What would, advice would you give the person? Now it's something that we've said, we don't understand. Park that to one side advice away. Oh yeah. Don't come to me when it ends in tears. (laughs) (laughs) I would would say don't fall in love. Don't fall in love. Right. You will get about it. You might be the one that can do the snatching. Because if the guy had a committed person and he then meets you and then realizes, oh, I prefer this girl, he might just forget his. Yeah, but you just ruined the relationship. (laughs) Well. She's not thinking about that. She's thinking, let me get my own. Yeah, but let me just say, let me. I think the only thing I would say in in my mind is if that were to happen to a friend of mine, I'll say, Well, you know what? Know your worth. Are you the dessert or are you the main course? (laughs) Well, it depends on what you like. Some people don't like main meals, some people prefer desserts. Which one is more nourishing and fulfilling? (laughs) And when in terms of austerity, what gets thrown away is not the desserts. Not necessarily, because there's some people, I have a friend, she will always order dessert. She would rather order dessert over a main meal, whereas, whereas I'm the opposite. You know? I'll always do a main over dessert. So you need to know the man or the other people you're in the relationship with. Sometimes you have a sweet tooth. Yep. Okay. I'm just saying, in terms of you're on a diet, you might need to give up the dessert. Well, you have to cut your clothes according to your size. There's no time it's for... preference. It's, it's preference. preference. It's some preference. people want to be the main meal. Some people want to be the dessert. If you want to be the dessert, yeah. If you want to be the main meal, well, good luck uh, on I mean, you. Final words on this one is, whichever situationship, relationship you want to be in, know your worth. Don't settle for less than you deserve. If the person values you, they will make it clear and they will invest Preach. the time. Yep. Save yourself the heartache and move on if he isn't giving you what you want. Do not compromise in the hope that he will change. You deserve more than a work in progress. It is far better to be single than to be involved in something that you settled for but isn't meeting your needs. Okay. All I am am saying. So if I were to ask you for your pearls of wisdom, you get one each. We are not yet at rapid fire. So just one pearl of wisdom. What would you say? Um, I think um, Keisha said it um, earlier. In all types of relationships, situationships, booty call, etc., whatever we want to call them, boy toy, bit on the side, it's all about you, and you need to remember to love yourself. And if if you feel like you tend to be destructive in the way you approach relationships, then you really need to do the work on yourself. Be it um, go to therapy or see someone. Oh, oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> we were getting to, well, we, we are now at rapid fire. So sorry. We'll have to take the other pearls of wisdom later. That was such a good chat. So, rapid fire I love question. That. I love that. <laughs> are you guys ready for rapid fire? Yes. yes. Okay. So, you, if you had to pick, and you have to pick, right? Because I know you ladies, you have to pick between a situationship right? So it is blurred lines. It's not defined. Friends with benefits. So you are friends, but you're smashing. Mm. Or a booty call, which is calls every once in a while just for sex. Which would you go for and why? Keisha, you first. 
obviously I'd go for the situationship. I mean, I get the companionship. I get someone to go to the pub and restaurants with. I get my sexual relationship. I mean, I even have somebody that might become a friend. I think, man, that's like... But you have enough friends. No, like, uh, you know, pillow talk is a thing, girl. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. (laughs) That's Keisha. Okay, Rashida? I think I'll do friends with benefits. I think. Because it's a friend. You guys have a good rapport. There's no... Even though it's somewhat like a sit, not a situationship, but your friendship lines are clear and drawn, and the benefits are drawn as well. So there's no overlap in saying, "Oh yeah, are we going to become boyfriends? Are we going to become girlfriend? Are we going to do any of that?" None of that is that. We know we're just friends. You're able to be friends with them, and you're smashing. Okay, I'll do that. All right, Crystal. I think I'll go with Beautical because the others for me, I think. Are complicated, can become complicated, feelings can get involved. Uh, friends with benefits, the lines could become blurred and you're never friends again. So I'm gonna go with boot. I'm gonna go with booty call because it's just easy, it's just sex and out the door. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually would do the same. I would go for booty call. No blurred lines, there's no ambiguity, it is just sex. Um, and you're more able to manage your emotions in that kind of situation. If you're feeling yeah, like if you need a friend happening, I have you friends. Just, you cut the lines. I have friends. I have friends. Yeah, yeah I'm friends. with you. I, I don't like mixing friends and sex. Personally. Really? No. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, ladies. That is it for our podcast. We Aww. hope you enjoyed listening. Don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcast and see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Talking Single podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To continue the conversation, be sure to follow us on Instagram with the handle at Talking Single Podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter with the handle Talking Single. We are downloadable on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a great review, and of course, share with your family and friends. We'd also love to hear from you, so leave us your comments or questions, and do remember to tag us on any posts with the hashtag TalkingSinglePodcast. Take care, and see you next time, same place, same time. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save. Betterhelp.com save. Got it. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes.